I woke up this morning to news of a friend's passing, but more than a friend. Uh, someone I, I, someone I love, and a very brave, courageous woman who, who agreed in November last year um, to share her pain on the podcast without really expressing much pain when we spoke. And she just opened her life to an audience and she explained how she's coping coping and, and battling cancer. Um, I found out really just moments ago and uh, I did something which uh, <clears throat> I did something with the the inspiration for that episode uh, came from a song called M- Mutineer by Warren Zevon. It's an obscure song. I don't think many people are aware of this song. Uh, he's an obscure uh, singer, a very talented uh, singer and songwriter. Uh, when I was younger, I was growing up in the States and watching TV late at night. Uh, on occasion, I would watch David Letterman, and he invited Warren Zevon to perform on his show, but the performance of Mutineer, which is one of the best songs I've, I've ever, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a masterpiece. He performed it knowing that he was dying. And he spoke about his own journey through cancer and his final performance. And the song and the interview after, uh, it stuck with me. And last summer, I was seeing Aimee regularly. I was visiting her in the hospital regularly. And uh, I shared her, I shared with her the song. And I told her what the whole song was about. She loved it. And somehow, a bit of back and forth, I wanted to make sure she was comfortable. And in the end, she insisted on having her voice preserved on the podcast. So... I'm not going to say much more other than if you get the chance, listen to her. Her words are forever. Um, Episode 334, life in a time of cholera, corona, and cancer. It's embedded in, in the episode's details box, and for the viewers, you'll see it embedded above. I'm also going to link up Warren Zevon's Mutineer. If you get the chance, uh, check out both. Um, in many ways, this is, this is probably the biggest reason why I do this podcast. Preservation, collective memory, beauty, tragedy, the whole story of individuals in this country that are suffering, many of them in silence, and they're the strongest ones. And her, her suffering and her journey and her composure and her, her insistence that she never be treated as sick, even when she was 
very, very sick, unable to move, locked in her bed for months on end, in pain. Uh, she kept her head high until, until she passed away. And um, I tried seeing her actually uh, two days ago. And the family told me she was in the hospital. Um, but I did get the chance to see her frequently after we recorded. I spoke to her on the phone and uh, we chatted many times about our preferred sense of humor, which is dark and morbid, but it made us both laugh. And um, she's a mutineer. Aimee left me with, uh, with a very important message. And um, she said to always remember how lucky we are that we can have full control over our body. We can make our own physical decisions. We're not depending on support for every move we make. This kind of freedom, which is the most basic form, uh, she lost. And it took me maybe, it took me some time to really appreciate what she's saying, which is we're lucky to simply be here and make, make decisions on our own. That is something very basic, yet very simple. Control. And she lost control. She also drilled it in private and public. She drilled the following. Let go of the small things. They simply don't matter. The, one, the, the problems that eat you up inside over senseless arguments or disputes or whatever. These little uh, inconveniences that we exaggerate in our minds, she found a way to just push them aside. And that message is a very important one for someone like me, and I told her this. I can get lost in the details and get tied up in battles that don't go anywhere. And it becomes a senseless war, mostly fought in here, in my mind. And uh, I started learning that there's another way to do it, which is simply go big, think about the bigger picture, and appreciate the, the happiness that comes. And the smaller things in the end simply just don't matter. She's right. It's by pure coincidence that friends of hers uh, were standing next to me at Anis last night, Marim Khayel, a bar that had its final uh, goodbye last night, shutting down. Friends of hers approached me. Uh, this happens quite often, where her friends that heard the episode, they tell me their feelings about the episode. And at, at the beginning, I didn't know that they knew me from there. Uh, I, um, I was just, I thought they were just fans of the podcast. And uh, Halim and Nadine. Nadine uh, helped me get a drink, thought she's just being friendly, but she didn't say right away that she, she, uh, she knew me. 
And Halim also didn't mention it at the beginning that he was very close friends with the Dao family, with Emi's uh, father, George. But uh, at the end of the night, just past midnight or so, um, we, the three of us decided to, uh, to just go see Emi together. And um, we're planning on doing it actually now, these days. We were going to just surprise her, head up to Betrun and see her. Of course, uh, now we're going together to, uh, to pay condolences. They're actually, I'm meeting them shortly. Uh, I suggested that we message Aimee last night. Just a short message. And I sent a photo, the three of us. And I wrote, you're loved. And it seems like she saw it. The two checks that uh, make me believe that she, she did see that three people on the streets of Beirut were thinking about her and expressing uh, their love for her. So I hope she saw it. But if not, I hope she knew how much uh, she was really loved. In all of these conversations, the love was real and it was shared regularly, and I felt it too. I'm going to quote uh, Warren Zevon here, the last, uh, the last lines of that song. I was born to rock the boat. Some may sink, but we will float. Grab your coat. Let's get out of here. You're my witness. I'm your mutineer. For Michel, for Junior, George, for Munir, for her mother Zena, for the Bolero community, for Betrun, and for everyone's life that she impacted in Beirut and in this country. Uh, she was a mutineer. May her soul rest in peace. <laughs>